They're what we call growth mayors 1.0. These are people who talk about economic development in the campaign, but once they get elected, they don't really do a thing in the world to drive economic To start us off, congrats to Bruce Wilcox and Paducah, Kentucky for their recent win. Um, they announced the location of plastic services and products, which is expected to create 220 new jobs. Kind of directly in between Wichita and Kansas City. They're looking for a director of economic development, so a county position. The moderator on that is Pete Fullerton um, with the Kansas City Aviation Department. And uh, Pete was actually one of our podcast guests. And he's rising up on his putter as he comes through the ball. And it just reminded me of what Gary Player taught us that day. I got the caddy for him. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Chad Chancellor. Hello, I'm Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Welcome to this week's YouTube newscast, The Week in Economic Development. We're excited to tell you we're launching two new podcast channels this week. So thanks to many of you, we have built a very successful economic development podcast channel where we come out with a new show every single Thursday. We have more podcasts than that for our movement members, but our free show for everybody comes out every single Thursday. And I don't mind telling you, our business has shot straight up since we started these shows. So now, with that in mind, we're starting two new podcast channels. We're going to have shows every Tuesday and Wednesday for a unique audience. So these shows are not going to be for economic developers. You're welcome to go listen to them if you want to. But these are going to be for mayors that want to grow and for small to mid-sized manufacturers. So basically, we are now going to create an entire Next Move Group network where we have this news show every other Sunday, where we have our podcast, Economic Developers, every Thursday. But adding to that every Tuesday, we're going to have a show called Growth Mayors 2.0. And it's going to be for mayors who not only talk about economic development, but they're willing to do the hard work to make economic development happen. We think there are three kind of mayors out there. There's anti-growth mayors. You know who they are. You don't have to say it. You don't even have to describe it. They're what we call growth mayors 1.0. These are people who talk about economic development in the campaign, but once they get elected, they don't really do a thing in the world to drive economic development. They don't do anything to help economic. They're just a non-player. Then there's what we call Growth Mayors 2.0, and these are people who not only talk about economic development in the campaign, but they want to drive economic development when they get in office. So this podcast will be released every Tuesday with new shows that are really talk about various ways that mayors can really create economic growth and not just talk about it. So you'll be able to find that. If you go Google us, you'll be able to find that on various different podcast channels through Next Move Group. On Wednesdays, we're going to have shows for small to mid-sized manufacturers. We are passionate about making sure small to mid-sized manufacturers get their fair share of tax incentives, where Amazon don't just get them all, or General Motors or Toyota don't just get them all, or Boeing. We want small to mid-sized manufacturers to get their fair share of tax incentives. They have taken it on the chin with these lockdown orders, wearing masks and everything that we're having to do right now. They're they're taking it on the chin. And based on what state they're in, some of them have it worse than others. Now that political talks are heating up, you're hearing talks of tax increases. You know, have you ever thought about all the taxes a manufacturer pays? Now we're going to increase their taxes. So this show is going to be designed to help manufacturers figure out the next time they have to add production, the next time they expand their plant with a production line or more square footage, 
Should they put it in a current location or should they find a pro-business cost-effective location? If they want to do that, how do they go about doing it? So we're going to attack that every single Wednesday. We want to make sure that the small to mid-sized manufacturers out there who's the heartbeat of our country, who keep this country going, get their fair share of the tax incentives that the big guys get because they employ all the big powerful accountants. We want to make sure the small to mid-sized companies get their fair share so as they grow, they can continue to add employees, create economic growth. So those shows are going to come out every Wednesday. So basically every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to have a podcast show. Economic developers, you'll only be emailed the economic development show. But if you want to go find our mayor's show or our show for manufacturers, you can look around our LinkedIn, Twitter, and so forth and find those. You will only be actually emailed the one most pertains to you. But if you've got a mayor in your community you think will enjoy it, you tell them to find it. You've got manufacturers that you think will enjoy it. You tell them to find it. Now, speaking of Growth Mayors 2.0, we got sad news tonight. Up in Clanton, Alabama, Mayor Billy Joe Driver, who I believe was the longest serving mayor in Alabama, passed away this past week from COVID-19. And he's certainly a person that we would have put in that Mayors 2.0 list, a a pro-growth mayor. He passed away this past week. We've done some work up in Clanton for Whitney Wood Barlow. She is the economic development director up there. We've done two different projects for her. And so uh, it is with great sadness this week. He passed away from COVID. So it is with great sadness this week that we announced that. So we certainly want to take a little bit of time to remember him. As we move back into the more positive activity, our movement had tremendous activity this week. We had a sale on July the 4th to help rural towns create economic growth. We had 50% off our normal video price of the how to make rural towns grow, how to land manufacturing deals. And we were overwhelmed with, uh, with, with folks that bought it. Everybody bought the last hour <laughs> of our sale for whatever reason. I was looking at it the next day and everybody bought it the last hour. So thank you for that. We then came out with a board training video that was asked uh, from our members and that sold very well. I don't remember how many of those we sold, but it's been our record, our biggest seller so far. So thank you for that. It was a great, a great week for us in the movement. When we started the movement, uh, you know, we were sitting around during COVID and we, we wrote down all the questions economic developers asked us. And we said, we ought to come out with videos to address these. And so we did one or two, then we did one or two more. And before you know it, we had 20. And, uh, and we actually thought, you know, this may, this may make a little cash flow on the side. I don't know that we really ever thought it would become a big part of our business, but we've been doing it now. 35 days, it's becoming a huge revenue stream for us. I have been shocked at the success we have had with it. So it's going to become every bit as important to our business as our executive searches that you all see as our site selection and our economic development consultant. It's going to provide a huge fourth stream of cash flow for Next Move Group. We've already had so much success with it, it's not going away. So if there are certain videos or courses that you would like to see us undertake, you let us know and we would do it. The next video we're coming out will come out next Tuesday. Not this Tuesday, but next one. This Tuesday, we got a podcast just for our members. Nobody gets it but our members. And two Tuesdays from now, we've got a video interviewing for outcome independent jobs. We find a lot of people make mistakes in only interviewing for their dream job which makes them rusty, makes them rusty if they hadn't interviewed for other jobs in a while. So we got a whole video talking about if you really want to grow your salary, if you really want to land a big job, you need to interview for jobs you actually don't care if you get or not. That may totally shock you. 
but we've got a whole video on that strategy and that philosophy that'll be coming out in two weeks. We received two verbal agreements this week, one for an executive search and one for a uh, site selection project, a corporate headquarters relocation. So hopefully we'll get those signed up. We'll be able to tell you more about them here in the coming weeks. As we wind down, I want to congratulate my old stomping grounds, Paducah, Kentucky. Bruce Wilcox uh, got a big win this week. They actually landed a new company called Plastic Services and Products to go in a building that was empty. 220 new jobs going there. I think Brandon's going to hit it when he does our round of the bases, but considering I lived there four years, I want to give them a shout out uh, for myself. Lastly, we're going to end with a golf tip. As you remember, two weeks ago, we started our golf tip series. I actually attended Mississippi State's professional golf management program. Didn't finish it. Decided I didn't like the golf business when I had to wake up every morning at 4.30 to get the carts out. But I did start at it. One of the unique experiences I got to do in my life, I lived at the Woodlands, Texas. I interned out there. I think I was a sophomore in college, junior, something like that. And Gary Player designed a brand new golf course at the uh, Country Club of the Woodlands, Woodlands Country Club. He designed a new golf course. And he came to do the kickoff, you know, where everybody could follow him around. And they actually picked some of us kids to caddy for him. So I got to caddy for him for three or four holes. They picked different ones of us that would get the caddy for him. So those of you that know golf know who Gary Player is. If you don't, he's one of the few men that ever won every major. He won all the majors. And Gary Player gave a tip that day that I'm going to give you. He taught, and the reason I thought of this is I've got the PGA Tour Live channel. I don't know if you all have seen that. You can get it on Amazon. You know, I don't remember. It's 5 or $6 a month, and you get to see featured groups. And there's a player out there today who's hitting every shot perfect, and he's three-putting. He's throwing three-putted three or four times this morning, and he's hitting the ball beautifully. I feel sorry for him. And he's rising up on his putter as he comes through the ball. And it just reminded me of what Gary Player taught us that day. I got the caddy for him. He said when you putt, the way to make the ball roll pure and get the putts to lip in instead of lip out. So if you don't just hit the middle of the cup, you got to keep the putter low to the ground through the follow-through. If you ever watch Gary Player putt, when he putts, he almost had a slap stroke, which doesn't work so much anymore. But when he putts, his putter basically touches the ground after he finishes. And he told us that if you'll keep that putter low to the ground when you finish your putt, don't let it rise up. Keep that putter low to the ground. It'll make that ball roll more pure, and you'll lip the ball in rather than it lipping out. And I implemented that right after he told me that, and I made a whole lot of putts. So if you're struggling with your putting, you go back. I'm sure you can Google it and find he. I'm sure, you know, he told us. He must have told other people. You look for a Gary Player putting tip on keeping your putter low to the ground. If you keep that putter low to the ground through the follow-through, you're going to make more putts, especially those that don't hit right in the middle of the cup. Those that hit the side of the cup, they're going to be more apt to lip in than spin out. Hello, this is Brandon Ells with your Rounding the Bases segment for this week, and I'm going to be covering new announcements we've seen since our last episode. To start us off, congrats to Bruce Wilcox and Paducah, Kentucky, for their recent win. Um, They announced the location of Plastic Services and Products, which is expected to create 220 new jobs. Hood Container of Louisiana will complete a $50 million upgrade to their paper mill in West Feliciana Parish, Louisiana. Nephron is going to invest $215.8 million to expand their headquarters and operations center um, in West Columbia, South Carolina, and that's going to create 380 new jobs. Gerber Products Company is going to invest $30 million to expand their manufacturing complex in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Common Apartments is going to invest 
$7 million to establish their second HQ in Atlanta, Georgia, and create 274 new jobs. Kelly Connect is establishing a new location and announced the construction of a new flagship location in Medford, Oregon. Global Metal Powders, they're going to establish a new uh, HQ and operations center in Anor, South Carolina. South Carolina. Um, Bosch and Loam is going to invest more than $35 million to expand their manufacturing facility in Lynchburg, Virginia. GreenServe Incorporated is going to invest $6 million to locate its processing operations and corporate HQ in Batesville, Mississippi. GE Appliance, Appliances plans to invest $62 million to expand their production in Louisville, Kentucky, and that's going to create 260 new jobs. Florida Can Manufacturing, uh, they're going to build a new 120 million can factory in Winter Haven, Florida, and hire 160 new workers. Sargent Metal Fabricators, they're a uh, custom metal fabrication company. Um, they're going to expand operations in Anderson, South Carolina, and invest 9.5 million and create 50 new jobs. Fleetwood Homes, they're a, a home builder and a maker of manufactured homes. Um, they're going to invest 2.1 million and create 60 new jobs in Franklin County, Virginia. The French-based company Advanced Accelerator Applications, that's a lot of alliteration for me, uh, they plan to build a new 50,000-square-foot research and production complex in Indianapolis, Indiana. Shine Labs is going to invest $9 million in a new facility in Simpson, Kentucky, and that's going to create 60 new jobs. Centene Corporation will invest over $1 billion in East Coast Regional HQ and Technology Hub in Charlotte, North Carolina, and over 10 years, this is expected to create thousands of jobs. Um, Merck Animal Health is going to invest $100 million of, in a facility expansion enhancement at its manufacturing site in DeSoto, Kansas. And to close out this week, um, one of our good friends, Subash Alias, uh, that he recently had a big announcement. Accenture Federal Services announced plans to locate in St. Louis, Missouri, and that's going to create 1,400 new tech jobs. That's going to round out our industrial announcements for this week. Um, if you have any that you would like us to feature, please let us know, and uh, we'll see you next time. Welcome to tonight's Your Next Move segment of the newscast, where we go over different kind of economic development job opportunities that are open on the job market. And uh, we have several um, today, some really, really nice places to live. So let's get right to them, see if any of them uh, may interest you. And we're going to start in Minnesota. So uh, the Greater MSP, this is the Minneapolis-St. Paul Regional Economic Development Partnership, is looking for a director of business investment. So Greater MSP, this is going to be a uh, an attraction type position. And uh, they're doing the search themselves. So if you'd like some more information, just go straight to their website, greatermsp.org. Now down in the Virgin Islands, the Economic Development Authority down there is looking for a new CEO. So uh, the Virgin Islands EDA, they are uh, kind of in charge of promoting the entire agenda of economic development throughout the Virgin Islands. So Pace Group is doing this search for a CEO. Wanda Sullivan's running it. So uh, reach out to her directly, Wanda at thepacegroup.com for more information. Now down in Texas, in Wharton, uh, Chad Odom, the current director there, is leaving, going to take a job in Alabama. So uh, he's trying to find his replacement. Wharton is probably an hour southwest of, uh, of Houston. Um, and if you would like some more information or to apply, just email Chad directly, chad at wartonedc.com. 
Now up in Connecticut and Waterbury, the Nagatuck Valley Regional Development Corporation is looking for a CEO. So this is a regional development group that was just formed uh, this year, I believe. So I think they're looking for their first director. Um, so you can go to wdconline.org to read a job description. Um, so hopefully you got some interest in that one. Now we're going to head over to Kansas. Coffee County, Kansas. This is uh, Burlington, uh, kind of directly in between Wichita and Kansas City. They're looking for a director of economic development, so a county position. And uh, Rhonda Love is who you need to reach out to there. You can uh, call her directly at 620-364-8780 or send her an email at rtruelove at coffeecountyks.org. And last but not least, we're going to head to Kentucky, where I'm from. Mount Sterling, Kentucky Chamber of Commerce and the Montgomery County IDA is looking for an executive director. Now, this is uh, located on I-64, just a little bit east of Lexington. So so go Cats and uh, just a very, very great position because you can make it to Keeneland in under an hour from here. So uh, email director at, at uh, mountsterlingchamber.com. So this is director at M-T-S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G chamber.com. So we want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, some very attractive job opportunities out there. If any of these interest you, you can find some more information at those addresses and phone numbers that we gave you, or just go on and reach out to our staff and we'll try to put you in touch with the right people. So thank you and have a good couple of weeks and stay safe. Hello, this is Brandon Nettles and I'll be hosting the Learning Lab segment for this week. Um, so let's go ahead and dive right in. The IEDC came out with a series titled Broadband in COVID-19. Um, there are three articles and they discuss how COVID-19 has revealed the inconsistencies in different communities' access to reliable broadband. Um, the articles cover telework, education, and telehealth. You can find those articles on IEDC's restoreyoureconomy.org website. SEDC is hosting an upcoming free to register webinar featuring members sharing marketing and communications experience. And uh, this will be the first of two webinars on the topic. The moderator on that is Pete Fullerton um, with the Kansas City Aviation Department. And uh, Pete was actually one of our podcast guests and they have a great list of panelists. The webinar will take place next Thursday, July 16th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, you can find more info on that and register through a link on the SEDC Twitter page. And that's all for now and see you next time.